This is Danielle Houston. I'm the host of the podcast, The Checkup, and we talk about all kinds of things related to healthcare and employee benefits here. I have a returning guest today, and I like to refer to the returning guests as honored guests, because these are people who are sharing their expertise and time and talents with us in a forum that is intended to bring more transparency into something that is complex and shrouded, if not in secrecy, just complexity. So Dr. John Espinola, he lets us call him Espy. Everybody calls me Espy. Everybody? Everybody, except my mom. Except your mom. Makes sense. Well, welcome back to the checkup, Espy. Yeah, thanks very much. Happy to be here. It's good to see you. And it's good to know that there have just been continued efforts on the part of yourself and your teams here at Primera to make healthcare feel better, work better. Yeah, it's been a pretty exciting time. We have a lot of things in play that we think are making a big difference in the community. You've been busy. We've been very, very busy taking some chances, doing some new things, learning along the way, having fun, and most importantly, making a difference for our customers. So let's talk about the first one, which is an update, a sort of an addendum to our webcast in June, where we talked about this new relationship, this new offering that Primera has rolled out in partnership with MultiCare called Peak Care. If folks have not heard that or if they want to listen more, there are both videos and podcast episodes available on the checkup YouTube site, as well as iTunes. So those are good foundational, but you talked about something in June that was going to happen and it's happened. Yeah, it has happened. So 2019, we sort of got our feet wet. We started and we had planned all along that in 2020, we were going to expand and we successfully pulled that off. So we moved into Thurston County, effective 1-1 2020 and into Spokane County, effective 1-1-2020. And the great news is we're starting to see Groups sign up. We're seeing membership growth there. Primera even offered it to our employees out in Spokane. We have about 600 employees out there, and we offered it to them, and they're starting to sign up. So it's pretty exciting. Any ideas how many of the Primera folks might be? I don't have those numbers right off the top of my head. I know our total enrollment that we're looking at for 1-1-2020 is around 2,500. So we started out this year with about 300. So significant growth year over year as we get our feet under us and learn. It's been exciting. Well, I'm excited that I have a client in Spokane and they are offering mm-hmm. peak care as well, January 1st. That's and great. their employees were legitimately excited to hear that not only could they spend less of a monthly cost share to have their insurance, but they were going to have a $500 deductible, which was $2,000 less. Yeah, the, the product, other. the attributes of the product are really compelling. What really stands out for me, too, is the early feedback we're getting from customers who are using the product and their experience between the Multicare and Primera has been really, really positive. We're seeing net promoter scores in the 80s, which are pretty much unheard of in healthcare today, usually in the 30s, depending on looking at insurance or provider systems. So the fact that we're hitting the 80s is really showing that our intentions around improving the experience are making a huge difference. In addition, of course, to taking care of the basics around cost and quality. 
Yeah. It's really it's, exciting. It is. It is exciting. People need to feel like they have health care that they can actually afford to use. And, you know, that I think mm-hmm. peak care and some of those options are doing just that for people. So peak care, now that it's offered in Thurston and in Spokane counties, they're going to have same access to the same plan designs, Mm -hmm. which if you are over 50 employees, you have a range of deductible options that go from zero deductible to $500 deductible. Not the normal range that you're used to seeing. Not right? at yeah. all. Yeah. It's pretty and compelling. It really is. Small groups, if you're under 50, your options look a little bit different. But in that 50 plus employee space, being able to offer that kind of a solution next to more a traditional option with the wider network, but giving people those choices about their access point and their cost points and the benefit is a whole new approach. It really is. And what's really interesting to us is we are seeing within a group that's offering both a traditional PPO plan and the peak care plan, we're seeing a pretty high rate of selection of peak care, close to 40%, around 38% which really exceeds what our initial expectations were, especially for a new product and a new concept out in the community. So we're really intrigued by that, and we think that number will slowly increase over time, especially as groups do renewals and people are sharing their feedback. That 80-plus net promoter score is going to start spreading the word, and we think the penetration within group for peak care will actually go north of 50% over time which then will really favorably impact the total cost of care for the entire population for a group. They'll see significant benefit to their overall cost profile. Yeah, and and I think it's worth noting here too, as a reminder that Primera has been very willing to not only offer, but to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, and offer second and third year Mm -hmm. rate guarantees on these offerings. And, you know, that kind of a vision to be able to create a strategy for a group of any size to be able to know that you can predict what your costs are going to be three years down the road. It's an incredible option to give people some control and power over. Yeah, it's, it's hugely important. We hear from customers all the time that the uncertainty and unpredictability around year-to-year rate increases is just an unsustainable burden for employers of any size, but especially small and mid-sized employers. It is very hard to manage a business year-to-year with such significant fluctuations in cost. Yeah. So our ability to do that, and we feel very comfortable doing that, The good news is the early results show that we were smart to do that because the performance of the product is living up to the expectations and supporting our ability to deliver those rate guarantees to customers. So that's actually really good news. doesn't put us in a pickle. Yeah. We can follow through on that promise. So that's a great segue, too, to talk about the other promises that Primera is making, especially Mm -hmm. in Spokane County. Because it's one thing to offer your people great coverage and a plan that's affordable. What if they can't find a doctor in six to nine months? Yeah, this is the the hard part. When we step back and think about what business we're in, we kind of boil it down to this. We sell the moment that people take the card out of their pocket to go get healthcare. And if you can't take the card out of your pocket anywhere because there's no access, 
we don't really have anything to sell. So we have an imperative to really ensure that people can use their benefits in the community where they live, do so conveniently and with confidence that it's high quality care. That's basically our job. Sometimes we'll offer insurance with it and all these other programs and services, but at its core, we're helping people get access to healthcare. So in Spokane, we ran up against some real headwinds with really constrained access. Right. One of our key medical groups, Columbia Medical Associates, out there, there was a very high performing medical group in the transition to Kaiser was taken offline for access for our Medicare Advantage members and will probably be taken offline in the next 12 months for commercial members. So knowing that really compelled us to take things into our own hands, start being really active on behalf of our customers. So in just under a month, a month from yesterday, January 2nd, we're going to open doors on our first primary care clinic out there called Vivacity Care Center. We are incredibly excited and really looking forward to the chance to reinvent primary care and really lean into supporting our customers being able to have real access again. And I think it's an important note to say that Primera is not going to be the doctors on site with Vivacity. This is another partnership where Primera has looked for who are the right people to put in Mm -hmm. the right place to do the right things. So who's your partner? Yeah, it's a great example where we kind of understand our job. We know where the boundaries are and uh, we know when we need to bring in folks to collaborate who are experts at other things that we don't do. In this case, it's Vera Whole Health. Vera is partnering with us. They're already in this community. Yes. They do on-site and near-site clinics for large employers. What we really liked about Vera is that they were willing to adapt to meet our business needs. So we want to serve whole populations in a community that carry the Primera card or LifeWise card in their pocket, which is a little different than what they do for an employer, maybe having a clinic on-site. This is really a much more comprehensive primary care model, integrated behavioral health, wellness coaching, other aspects of care, coupled with the ability to integrate some of Primera's resources to make it a really fully integrated experience where people can understand soup to nuts what their benefits are as they're coming in the door or going out the door to the next phase of care. So Vera was accommodating, flexible. They're very experienced. They know how to hire Folks, they know how to build clinics. They know how to manage workflows and all that. All with a keen eye towards having an awesome patient experience. They're really, really focused on that. And that mattered a lot to us. So they've been a great partner along the way. Everything's on track. We're ready to go January 2nd. I can't wait to stop in. I'm going to be driving back from vacation. And I'm stopping in that clinic on the the second. (laughs) Going to say hi to everybody. As you should. I was in Spokane myself a couple weeks ago. I had the opportunity to tour the -hmm. clinic. There are three doctors in that clinic, at least for now. All females, all coming from other primary care practice. The two that I spoke with were incredibly passionate and very excited about having the opportunity to practice medicine Mm. where they can have a 30 or a 45 minute appointment with a patient, really spend time to get to know them, 
do a warm handoff to the wellness consultant if someone needs Mm -hmm. some additional help with diet and exercise to be able to wrap up the visit with a care advocate, which you alluded to. And these care advocates would sit with that patient to make sure they understand how their benefits work. Do they have other appointments that they need help scheduling? And maybe can they help them connect with other community resources? Absolutely. You know, I'm a primary care physician. Yes. That's how I got my start. And what I'm thrilled about is that this can be an environment where primary care can thrive. And what it takes for primary care to thrive is time. Time to get to know people, understand where they're at, so that you can put their healthcare needs in the context of the rest of their life. And a good example might be that someone's complaining of back pain, but the truth is that their dog died over the weekend, and that's what's really going on. And understanding that they're having potentially a bereavement reaction to that and they need time and attention, maybe even counseling, dealing with that because it's a huge disruption or loss in their life. You will not figure that out in a traditional seven-minute visit. And there will be a behavioral health specialist in that clinic that could step into that appointment. Right in that moment. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's really great. So I think one of the things that's really exciting to me is we are going to have clinicians who are going to be able to fulfill their passion and bring that level of enthusiasm and commitment into their practice every day and not be burdened by the traditional system. Relieving clinicians of the burden of the traditional system really allows them to go back to being healers and being focused on their patient interactions much more than the system itself. And the traditional experience, I'm sure anyone listening to this who's had a doctor's appointment recently is very familiar with what we've become accustomed to, a 15-minute appointment, and out of that, a few minutes with the doctor, and only one issue, please, because when we have a fee-for-service, we don't see more than one issue at a time. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. So running late. Uh, narrow compressed window, not getting a lot of time with the clinician, maybe even not getting their eyeballs when you see them because they're too busy focusing on their computer to do all the charting and documentation. We're trying to liberate everybody from from as much of that as possible. Run on time, have real-time access with same-day appointments that are a very significant portion of every day, allowing for extended appointments. You mentioned the 30. We're going to do 30-minute and 60-minute templates. If you need it, great. If you don't, that's okay. You don't have to spend all day there. Just come in and get your needs met and be able to get to the point where your your physician can actually know you and have a relationship with you, which then enables them to take care of you when you're not in the clinic through phone calls and emails in a much more comprehensive way because they actually know you much better. And this is something that we talked about a little bit too, unless you have some kind of a model like this, where those providers and, you know, even the nurses and medical assistants are collaborating and sharing information, it becomes all too common that people fall through the cracks. And maybe you did have a a great 30 minute appointment, but if they leave and there's no one ever to follow up with them, what happens to that patient? And a model like this is designed to make sure that the experience follows them, that they're not lost in the system of, I sent you off with a piece of paper. I hope you did it. 
Yeah, good luck, right? That's usually the way it goes. Yeah, Yeah, I think this is really, most people, if they describe what they would hope their primary care experience to be, will describe the environment that we've created out at our Vivacity Care Center out in North Spokane. It's going to be, I think, very much like that. The other thing that's really exciting to me is we are going to be constantly evaluating how we're doing on satisfying people's needs and constantly improving providing that feedback to the staff and clinicians along the way so that they can learn how to do better at fulfilling our vision of world-class primary care. And I think it's it's important, too, to talk about the element of patient care and how patients feel about their care and are they getting quality care is incredibly important, equally important when we talk about how are we ever going to solve some problems in a healthcare system that is incredibly expensive and overtaxed in some areas mm-hmm. and yet completely underutilized in others. Mm-hmm. Primary care is one of them. And behavioral health. And be- yes, both and of those. Yep. Health. And both of those will be on site there. One of the things that's really interesting to me that we'll see develop over time is how this is the first of three primary care clinics over the next 12 months. All three in Spokane All three in Spokane. I think what's going to be really interesting is how those primary care providers begin to develop relationships with specialists downstream because they're going to have time to really know their patients. So they're going to use specialists differently than has been in the past, which is mostly to say, I don't have time. Can I get help you figure this out? Call this person. Yeah. Go figure it out with the specialist. Instead, they're going to be able to be partners with their patients and stewards and guides along the way. And I think they're going to have higher expectations of specialty providers and build really strong relationships with those who are very high performing, very patient focused, very service oriented. And we'll probably see over time, it raises the game of healthcare in the community because these primary care clinicians can be advocates for their patients. And there are compelling statistics Mm. around primary care. One of them in particular, the avoidance of emergency room care. It seems kind of like a no brainer, but you know, when you think about the fact if someone can't get into their doctor or they're working late and they can't make it in, where do they go next for care? They're going to the emergency room or they're going to an urgent care clinic, which is a lot more cost than seeing that primary care provider. Some of the statistics that I found through an organization called primarycareprogress.org, one of them in particular, and there were several, if everyone saw a primary care provider, the U.S. would save an estimated $67 billion every year. You think that number would be higher? I think that number would be higher, especially if it was highly effective primary care. Because highly effective primary care makes a real difference in reducing unnecessary downstream utilization, really engaging people to understand where they're at, to really be able to modify behaviors. It's a lot different to just give a slip with instructions to someone and hope that they figure it out instead of really understanding where they're at and what the obstacles may be to them being able to self-manage a chronic condition or improve their lifestyle habits. That requires engagement, understanding, empathy, and the nuance to be able to help someone start where they are and move forward from there. 
So effective primary care, I think, would take that number and push it up quite, quite significantly, especially when you think about $3 trillion in healthcare today in the American economy. Right. Yeah. People who see primary care providers mm-hmm. spend 33% less on healthcare over their peers yeah. over their lifetime. Yeah. The, the, the impacts of primary care are compelling. They're not only compelling on statistics like that and utilization of emergency rooms, urgent cares, and total cost of care. They're actually impactful on patients' well-being, mental health impacts, physical health impacts. Uh, primary care can have an outsized influence because it's primarily a relationship-based activity that allows for the opportunity to get to know people and therefore favorably influence their lives. Very different. And an emergency room, no offense to any emergency room providers out there. They serve an important purpose. Super important, but it's not as much of a longitudinal relationship. So it's sort of in and out, solving a quick problem, uh, not the lasting impact that you can have as a primary care provider. So the way that Primera and Vera Whole Health are really partnering to do something different in healthcare is not only designed, you know, to provide some of this savings, which is obviously passed on to members. This is something that mm-hmm. I've been talking with in, in front of members and in open enrollment meetings. What we pay for our health insurance isn't arbitrary. So when we think about how yeah. we can steward these these dollars and how we can choose our care, these are things that help us all to contribute to how sustainable is this cost going to be for my company or for my family yeah. a year, five years, or 10 years down the road. That's right. I think, you know, we have an access problem out in Spokane in particular, but more broadly across all of our market in Washington and Alaska, we have problems with a few things. It costs more than it should. People aren't always getting the health care they need. They're getting health care they don't need. And they're having an experience that's kind of subpar for what you should expect, especially around the humanistic side of it. So when we look at what we're trying to do, we're really trying to address all that. And we expect total cost of care to be favorably impacted in large part because of the relationship-based model, relationships with downstream providers and whatnot. And we think the benefits of that will show up in moderating premium increases and really having favorable payback to our customers. You know, Primera's been in this community for 85 plus years. We're a not-for-profit organization. Our motives here are really to address those four problems I mentioned. Total cost of care, ensure people get the care they need, avoid care they don't need and have a world-class experience. That's why we're doing this. And Spokane is a really important starting point for us because access was sort of suddenly constrained. But those problems exist everywhere. They do. And so we're going to be leaning in to solve them everywhere. That's, that's our path. And that's our commitment to the community. And it's an exciting path. The clinic in Spokane not only is beautiful, the people are warm. There is a promise of building a relationship with, you know, a provider where if you maybe are in our age range, maybe you remember as a kid having a doctor that knew your family, right? Maybe this is a great return Mm -hmm. back to some of those times of 
patients and providers actually having relationships that that matter. Yeah, when I was a kid growing up, one of the docs or one of our neighbors was a doctor. He had a phone booth in his <laughs> dining room because he would get up from the dining room table and go take patient calls in the phone booth right there so he could be quiet and not disturb everybody. He knew every single person who called. And that made a difference because he could reassure people. He could just make a, a huge, he had a huge impact on people's lives. And I think of that memory you describe, almost Norman Rockwell-like. Yes. You know, there, there's something there. While the technology is awesome today, we may have forgotten some of those relationship pieces. So I love your reference to the, the days of old. There's a little yeah. bit of going back to the future. Like it. The pendulum always has to swing back the other way, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a welcomed adjustment. I'm excited to see what will happen in yeah. Spokane and for the patient's who are there, and I am ever hopeful to be able to share things about healthcare with people. If you're feeling like there are no options, if you're feeling like there is just nothing good going on in this space of having health insurance and providers, and there is, there is hope. You just have to maybe be a little more brave to take a leap in a new direction and Try something new, but employers, you're at the forefront. December 15th, we start booking appointments. That is exciting for Spokane. If you're in Spokane County and want to learn more about what Primera Blue Cross is doing with MultiCare and Vera Whole Health, let me help you explore new solutions after all. We're all in it together, and we're going to have to solve it together. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or on Twitter. My handle is PropelCheckup or at DanielleHouston.com. Thanks for checking into the checkup. 